decadent world we do live in. Welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the fiery cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Together, we can make the changes America needs to dig itself out of the decadence it's currently in. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, December 6, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, What do you do when Black Lives Matter attacks you in your car? Anyone with a modicum of common sense understands that a person shouldn't try to block a road with his body and then proceed to intimidate and threaten the drivers he's forced to stop. When push comes to shove, protesters in the middle of the road aren't going to win the battle against a two-ton vehicle, especially if they really make a person fear for his life and the lives of his passengers. It's just a good rule of thumb. If you happen to be an Antifa or Black Lives Matter protester, to keep your big, dumb, non-caring, socially unacceptable butt out of the middle of the street and try to actually protest peacefully for a change, and you won't get run over. In December of 2020, Kathleen Casillo found herself in just in such a predicament. She was forced to stop her car near the intersection of 39th Street and 3rd Avenue around 4 p.m., where she and her 29-year-old daughter were immediately surrounded and attacked by a howling mob of Black Lives Matter, mostly peaceful, protesters who jumped on her car and attempted to smash the windows and open the doors for the purpose of dragging one or both women out of the car. They were screaming, white privilege bitch, at the women as all of this occurred. Fearing for her life and her daughter's life, Kathleen floored the gas and sped off, rightfully so, and in self-defense, injuring nine protesters, one seriously in the process. Who wouldn't when trapped in the same set of circumstances? Many men would be equally fearful and afraid for their lives, especially if they recalled the 1992 L.A. riots when Reginald Denny was dragged from his truck by a mob of black men and nearly beaten to death, a scene witnessed by millions as it crossed the airwaves. Far too many of us saw similar acts of violence committed against any person of any color who was deemed an enemy of Antifa or Black Lives Matter, including the murder of 77-year-old retired police lieutenant David Dorn, a black man, during the months of chaos created in America's streets by the mindless Marxist, Maoist, 
anti-American radicals. One surely must admire the courage of Kathleen, as shown in light of the fact that she just turned down a plea deal on a Class D felony, vehicular assault charge, that carries a seven-year sentence for the second time. On November 30, 2022, because she knows she is innocent of the charges given the evidence and circumstances. And she's prepared to go to trial rather than accept a light sentence of six days of community service and her license suspended for a year. Note, I couldn't have been reckless endangerment since that charge doesn't carry that length of sentence in New York. The seven-year possible sentence suggests that Casillo was actually charged with vehicular assault, despite the report from the New York Post. One would have to be nervous as a mouse cornered by the house cat to know that this future of his life hangs in the hands of any jury these days, given the political climate. But there's no way I'd accept a prison sentence lightly simply because I chose to defend myself and my daughters. I might also take my chances with a jury of my peers, where I and Kathleen choose, but all the while I'd be preparing myself mentally to go to prison. Although everybody's right to protest and assemble is sacrosanctic under the First Amendment, not one single American has any right to engage in or an unprovoked violent assault against another person who is simply trying to traverse his hometown. Along with this, nearly every single state and many locales already have laws against blocking roads and highways. Press as you see fit, but note that your rights end where another's begins and a fit of outrageous arrogance and their own sense of entitlement, some of the protesters who were injured have since asserted that it was white supremacy that led Kathleen Casillo to end the lives of Black Matters protesters. One could just as easily assert that it was their own anti-white racism and their perpetual sense of black victimhood that made them believe that they had a right to break every law in the book and abuse, maim, or kill anyone they targeted in order to take vengeance against the innocent for crimes of the past that had no part in committing. Make no mistake, it was the protesters who created this dangerous situation and then cried foul when they come up on the short end of things, with several of their members injured. During his public statement on November 30th, Oliver Storch, Ms. Castillo's defense attorney, declared in part, Nobody should ever have to be forced into a fight-or-flight predicament when they're on their way to go to Christmas shopping. Law and order must return to Manhattan with protesters coexisting with residents, not being afraid to be confronted by angry mobs creating dangerous situations. It's worth noting that in 2020, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis introduced legislation titled Combating Violence, Disorder, and Looting and Protecting Law Enforcement Act. 
In part, this bill sought to criminalize protests being carried out on roads and to make it a third-degree felony for anyone who obstructs traffic during an unpermitted protest, demonstration, or violent or disorderly assembly. Unfortunately, a federal judge blocked it as being overly broad, and it is still going through the appeals process in the courts. With my best years probably behind me at the tender age of 65, and entering my last few years, whether the number one or 30 more left, my tolerance for Antifa and Black Lives Matter now sits at zero. Though I wouldn't wish to damage my soul any further by taking another person's life or become embroiled in some mess like what Kathleen Casillo has found herself, if I were attacked in a similar fashion, I can't say I would react very differently from how she did. Self-defense is still a very real and righteous legal defense in America. Or at least it used to be. Everyone will have to make his own choices if and when the time comes. Just don't let the Marxist Maoists make you a victim. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription mailed within the United States is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. 
but we need your help. You don't have to join anything if you don't want to, but you could contribute. We don't have major donors like the Republicans and Democrats. No, no Jewish funding, just good, honest folks like yourself who are fed up with the direction America is heading. Instead of complaining about what's going on, do something. Check out the Knights Party website at www.kkknationaloffice.com. See what we're about, at least. I think you'll find that we're not so far apart on what we all want. The change America needs. The Knights Party is truly America's last hope. Our email address is nationaloffice at thenightsparty.com. Send us an email asking how you can help. Okay, everybody, uh, welcome back. Uh, that commentary piece, you know, this this has been gone over and over and over uh, since the uh, riots of 2020 over a junkie overdosing under the knee of a white police officer. Uh, here, this woman, uh, uh, I think I did the article uh, on that. Uh, and also, uh, there was a press release put out by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan about this. I'm not, I can't remember uh, what date that was. But go to kkknationaloffice.com. And uh, go through those uh, uh, commentaries because there was a release uh, from uh, the Knights Party about this uh, woman that, uh, you know, uh, she isn't taking even, what was it, six or seven hours of community service. Uh, she uh, is taking this to trial, uh, and if convicted uh, during trial, she will get seven years uh, in prison. So, uh, uh, good for her, though. Uh, you know, uh, white people shouldn't have to live in fear in our white Christian country. Absolutely not. Uh, and especially uh, by uh, people of a lower intelligence, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, or uh, you just could say, too, uh, animalistic uh, people. Uh, you know, and this is why I always say, you cannot put uncivilized people in with civilized people. A society that isn't going to, it just isn't going to work. Uh, and here, this first article that I have for uh, this evening, this is the total uh, opposite. Uh, this comes from the dailycaller.com. And the headline to this is, Minneapolis will pay $600,000 to protesters for injuries sustained uh, in 2020 George Floyd demonstrations. Can you believe that? Minneapolis, uh, $600,000 uh, to the rioters. Uh, that were uh, stupid enough, uh, you know, to block roadways. Uh, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of that was probably uh, white people defending themselves uh, in the streets. Uh, and I always say that, you know, we as whites in our white Christian country should not have to tolerate savage behaviors. Uh, we don't live in the jungles of Africa. We never have lived in the jungles of Africa. And we should not be subjected to actions that happen in the jungles of Africa. If we wanted to live in a society of uh, 
uh, uh, out of control uh, non-whites, that's what we would do. We would move to the jungles of Africa. Uh, don't bring it here, uh, because America isn't the place uh, for such actions. And now here, uh, they get rewarded. You had the commentary there. This woman standing up for herself over these protesters mobbing her uh, in the middle of the road. And now here, uh, Minneapolis rewards uh, black people for intimidating white people. Or, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, probably most of these cases, uh, whoever, uh, the, the blacks that got injured, or white Antifa, or uh, your uh, mud shark uh, roadies uh, that follow around uh, Black Lives Matter. You know, I, I compare that to the roadies uh, to a rock band or something like that. You know, uh, you know, just follow along. Uh, they think it's cool. Uh, th this is what happens, though. Uh, you know, if, if you're stupid enough, even say it wasn't uh, that you got run over uh, in a crowd. Say a uh, black person or a uh, uh, sissy Antifa panty-wearing basement-living uh, person comes up to you in the streets and you're minding your own business. Say you're not driving uh, where you're going. You're walking and you come along this mob, a troop of uh, black people, Antifa members, mud sharks, uh, and likes like that. And suppose uh, some of them come after you. Uh, take, for instance, Kyle Rittenhouse. Suppose they start coming after you and you are armed with a firearm. Now, wouldn't you think that all you would have to do is show that firearm and uh, the, the mob would cease and desist, but they don't. They're that stupid. You're dealing with people with uh, the, the race that has an average IQ of 70, borderline retarded, so they're not smart enough to get it. You know, I don't even think they uh, uh, get it that when they start mobbing people uh, in their car, that, you know, this person's going to drive away, and if you're in the road, you're getting hit. I think they're that stupid. They don't even get it. They, they don't think that's going to happen. Uh, you know, uh, consequences. Here's where consequences come. Black people, non-white races in America, have to have consequences for their uh, uh, actions. We live in a white Christian nation, a civilized white Christian nation, and hey, if you can't keep up, then get the hell out. Get out. Because we should not have to put up with this. And here, uh, this is really irritating. Uh, a junkie overdoses under the knee of a white police officer. Blacks say they're protesting uh, because of this junkie. Yet, burning down cities, looting stores empty, the, the things that the lady there in the uh, commentary went through, what in the hell does that have to do with a junkie dying? Even suppose, say he wasn't a junkie, say, uh, theoretically uh, speaking, say George Floyd was an upstanding black citizen and uh, a black or a white officer intentionally killed, now this is all theoretically, intentionally killed uh, George Floyd. Even if the black people rose against that, if there actually was something to that, what would looting and burning of cities 
do? How would that be showing uh, protesting uh, a black person being murdered by a white officer? Which now, remember, I'm talking theoretically. In reality, we know that the junkie, Fentanyl Floyd, overdosed under the knee of Derek Chauvin, a white officer. We know in reality that is what happened. Now, the other, uh, you know, the leftist liberals that, uh, uh, you know, they're far from living in a, uh, living in reality. Uh, you, uh, sometimes I think they live in an alternate universe. But, you know, they will take and, try and twist this stuff. Now, uh, let's get into the story a little bit. Uh, a federal court Wednesday approved Minneapolis, Minnesota's agreement, uh, approved uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota's agreement to pay 12 protesters a combined $600,000 for injuries sustained during 2020 demonstrations over Junkie, Joy, uh, Junkie uh, George's and here, you know, they, they say murder because uh, he was convicted of murder, which we know that is a sham. We know what America's judicial system is all about now. Uh, they are far from uh, uh, what white America stands for as it is. Uh, this is proof. This should show you. Uh, the agreement settled a lawsuit bought by the American Civil Liberties Union of Minnesota on the protesters' behalf and bars Minneapolis from arresting or using physical force, including chemical agents, against people demonstrating legally, according to a Wednesday uh, press release. Now listen, uh, anybody that saw the footage or uh, uh, was unfortunate enough to be caught up in it uh, in real life, not just watching it on TV, knows that these were not... Uh, Legal demonstrations, uh, they weren't uh, uh, peaceful protests. You know, I can't even believe uh, that they still uh, push this agenda uh, that, uh, that the black people uh, were uh, peacefully protesting. Uh, you, know, you know what per uh, peaceful protesting is? Is uh, suppose uh, uh, Ku Klux Klan organization... Uh, gets a permit to have a rally on their county uh, court steps. You don't see towns being burnt down, cities being burnt down, people being beaten in the streets. You don't see robbing, looting. You don't see that stuff. Yet, that's what kills me. Black Lives Matter is called uh, Antifa, which is a figment of our imagination, uh, according to Numbnuts Joe. Uh, it doesn't exist. It's uh, a figment of our imagination. You don't see that uh, with white nationalist organizations. And then when you do see, uh, uh, say, a white nationalist uh, uh, rally uh, getting violent, it wasn't the white nationalists that started it. Uh, there's a whole different set of rules for white people and black people in America. And uh, you know, this is white Christian America. This is our country. Uh, we shouldn't be bending over backwards to appease uh, these non-white races. You know, if they don't like it, uh, one-way tickets back to the motherland. Never to be heard from again. Uh, 
see how many would take you up on that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, yes, uh, it, uh, this is crazy, because I guess this was added in that. Uh, I don't know, that police forces weren't allowed to arrest, uh, wasn't allowed to use physical force, including chemical agents, against people demonstrating. Now, look, if you have, uh, a, okay, suppose you had uh, Black Lives Matter in the streets, and it was black people, and suppose there's a thousand of them, and a hundred of those thousand uh, start chimping out, which, you know, eventually would cause the whole thousand to chimp out. It's monkey see, uh, monkey do. And uh, then uh, you, you tell me that officers can't use uh, non-lethal force? How would you contain the 100 uh, black people chimping out? How would you separate them from the other 900 that are peacefully protesting? You know, uh, the ones chimping out uh, to be throwing tear gas and things like that, chemical agents, uh, it might burn the peaceful protesters' eyes a little bit, but it would keep them safe. It would keep them safe. See, that's the whole thing. Uh, and I have an article I'm going to do this evening here. Uh, you know, black people, uh, and, you know, after this George Floyd overdose, uh, the big thing from uh, black people was defund the police departments. Well, guess what? When the police de uh, departments are defunded, do you think Whitey is just going to sit around on our asses and watch you destroy America? Of course not. Of course not. They do not realize just how much protection law enforcement gives them, even from the, each other. Uh, law enforcement protects blacks from other blacks. Uh, there's more black-on-black -black crime in America than any other races on black. They kill more of their own. And which, you know, that would be okay. That That's great. If they were segregated into their own little section to where it doesn't affect Whitey. You know, uh, like I said just before, give them a couple of states to live in, cut them off. They have to uh, govern themselves, build for themselves, and whatever. Let them there. Eventually, they would kill themselves off. But uh, uh, guess what? Uh, you, Whitey isn't going to allow uh, uh, anarchy in our country. You may defund the police, but uh, sometimes you better uh, uh, think about what you want to do. I think about what the consequences could be. And, you know, this isn't a threat. I'm not setting, setting here threatening uh, any race. But if you think that by defunding the police in America that you're going to get away with murder, uh, that shows your uh, uh, average IQ of 70 uh, within your race because it's not going to happen. Now, uh, this article, it's not a very long one. I'm not even going to finish it. But uh, my point here is, uh, now this is just by early June of 2020, and these statistics are only for Minneapolis. 
see, this is why I like giving statistics on the show. Because you can't call me racist. You can't say I'm lying to you. Uh, facts. By early June of 2020, just in Minneapolis, there was two deaths, 604 arrests, and $550 million in property damage. And you want to give $600,000 to 12 black people uh, because they got injured? Uh, here's how I see it. Uh, they don't get a dime. To hell with that $600,000. They don't get a penny of it. And guess what? Now your bill, now what the black people owe Minneapolis is $549,440,000. That's $600,000. Or $600,000 can go towards your bill to the destruction that you did just in Minneapolis. And this was just uh, in early June of 2020. $550 million of property damage. Who do you think's paying for this? You know, it sure as hell isn't the protesters because they couldn't have had jobs. They were out there every day destroying, looting, burning. They don't have jobs, so who, who do you think's paying for it? Guess what? Whitey again. Uh, this is another way that we suffer because of uh, uncivilized people being in our nation. What they destroy, we have to pay to fix. Uh, let's see what I have next here. Okay, here's the one I was telling you about, or <coughs> mentioning, <coughs> you know, uh, black people not thinking about what's going to happen if uh, the police are defunded. That this doesn't mean, uh, hey, it's going to be a free-for-all because there's no police. And this is why I said, uh, Whitey, you know, we're not going to put up with it. Just because there's no police on the street doesn't mean... Uh, uh, yeah, or just because there isn't blue uniforms with badges on in the streets protecting us, uh, there will still be white people in the streets protecting us. Uh, you can uh, guarantee that. Uh, this article here comes from The Blaze. The headline is, Don't make me kill you, because I will. Military vet holds armed police sus uh, chase suspect at gunpoint until cops arrive. This is a white veteran, and a black criminal, uh, apparently being chased by police. This uh, brave uh, uh, military veteran stepped in with, guess what, a firearm, legally, and uh, stopped a black thug. A military veteran held an armed police chase suspect at gunpoint earlier this week in College Park, Georgia until cops arrived and told the alleged perp, don't make me kill you, because I will. WAGA-TV reported. Now, you know, somebody's going to take that and twist it, because this was a, a black suspect, uh, that he was being threatened, don't make me kill you, because I will. Uh, I'm sure what these officers meant is, uh, if, you, if you chip out, and there's no other choice but lethal force, they're going to use it. Most definitely. I have yet to see, uh, and I'm sure there are some, but I have yet to see any of these big profile uh, black people that were killed 
uh, by law enforcement. I haven't seen one yet that didn't deserve it. That, again, should have been smart enough to realize, hey, uh, I better not reach for that officer's gun. Or, hey, uh, I better not eat, uh, reach for that officer's taser. Or, hey, I better not jump in the car and try to run him down. You know, a smart person wouldn't do that because, you, you know, you would expect to be killed. Uh, here's where, uh, another thing, uh, uh, stupidity. Straight up stupidity. And I, I, I swear, I, I don't think they did it. They, they, they feel that entitled that they're going to do what they want to do in the streets of our white Christian country. Uh, I say BS. That's what I say. Uh, what happened here, security cameras at feeding, GA, uh, uh, feeding Georgia families a food bank caught the moment Monday evening when a volunteer rushed into the break room and told manager William Joyner that someone had just crossed through the parking lot with a gun, the station said. Joyner is an Army veteran, and he knew exactly what to do. W-A-G-A said. Uh, the station said he grabbed his gun, chambered it, and went outside. Uh, I wasn't, it wasn't long before he caught up to the individual in question. I told him to go to the ground. The police are on their way. Just go to your knees with your hands up, Joyner recount, recounted to W-G-A. Joyner said the suspect, later identified by police as 20-year-old Jordan Shelley, refused to show him one of his hands, the station reported. The whole time his hand was sliding down towards the gun, Joyner explained to WAGA. I was telling him, don't make me kill you, because I will. Oh, okay, I thought this was a police uh, telling uh, this black thug that, but this was this... Uh, a brave white uh, military veteran uh, telling uh, this black person. Fortunately, a College Park police officer arrived on the scene before things escalated further, the station said. Now, can you imagine that? Uh, here's this brave white uh, veteran stopped a black thug in his tracks trying to get away, and uh, the thug reaching for a gun. Could you imagine if this veteran would have had to have killed this black uh, to say, uh, uh, in fear of his life, uh, the white veteran in fear of his life, if he would have uh, shot and killed this black person, uh, that would be rioting in the streets, burning and looting, uh, because a, uh, a retarded black person couldn't follow orders. Uh, police told WAGA that Shelley, as well as a 21-year-old James Green, fled the police in a stolen car on Roosevelt Highway just before 5 p.m. Monday. They wrecked the vehicle near Herschel Road, taking out a bus stop in the process, the station said. Uh, there, there could have been pe people at that bus stop. Uh, there could have been people sitting in there. Here comes two black thugs uh, uh, running from police and hitting a bus stop. There could have been a, a parent there with a child. This is what I mean. Uh, uh, America should not have to, white Christian America should not have to put up with the antics of uh, uncivilized people. Uh, officers quickly got green, WAGA said, but Shelley took off across train tracks on the West Point Avenue 
and then into feeding Georgia family's parking lot. Shelley and Green both face obstruction charges, while Green also was charged with theft and criminal uh, damage to property, the station said. Uh, so uh, there you go. Now, guess what? If uh, Numbnuts Joe had his way, this veteran wouldn't have been able to help uh, police officers. Because Numbnuts Joe wants you to believe that guns kill people. Uh, it's not people, it's guns. What a ridiculous uh, argument. And then so, so many people, well not so many, but I can't believe anybody would argue the fact that guns kill people. That would be like saying uh, your car out in the driveway kills people. Your car gets drunk and goes out and drives around and kills people. You know, that sounds so asinine, but yet people will believe that with a gun. With a firearm. Uh, you know, firearms don't just get off the uh, bed stand and go out and murder at nighttime while you're sleeping and then come back. And then it's just as ridiculous uh, that someone killed with a firearm, uh, somebody can go back to the manufacturer. Uh, how many times? Well, this is how ridiculous it is. Say someone goes to a beer distributor or a liquor store, uh, buys a fifth or a case of beer, and they get drunk and they go out uh, driving around, and they hit and kill someone in a drunken stupor. How could it be that those people could go back and sue the manufacturer of the alcohol? That's ridiculous. And I also, now this is uh, kind of controversial here, and I don't, trust me, I do not support uh, drug addicts, drug sales, uh, anything drugs. Uh, I am totally against illegal drugs. But I don't believe that, uh, uh, say, and uh, this just started within a few years, uh, uh, say uh, you know somebody and they go out and they buy uh, a stamp bag of heroin. And they do that heroin and in the process it kills them. I don't think it's right to go back to the person that sold it. Because, uh, in the same way, that would be like going back to the uh, alcohol manufacturer for a drunk driving. Listen, if you're that stupid to do drugs, you you'll, you know you're taking that chance. You know that that heroin could be mixed with fentanyl. Heroin itself will kill you. But you know you're taking a chance that that heroin could have fentanyl in it. So if you're dumb enough... To go buy it and uh, it kills you that's on you that's your fault uh, anyhow that's what I feel about that oh, let's see what else I have here <laughs> I like this one uh, now this will probably be biased because this is from uh, an article from raw story dot com uh, very left-leaning. Uh, the headline is, Atlanta schools under federal investigation 
for allegedly assigning black kids to classrooms by race. This is how it should be done. This is how it should be done. Blacks want to be equal to whites? That's not going to happen. Uh, God didn't create them to be uh, equal to his chosen people. Far from it. So, you know, if you want little Toby to excel, uh, put him in with his own kind. To where, you know, uh, you don't have a classroom mixed with white, intelligent kids. Uh, it'd just be all dumb black kids. So, there, they all look the same. Uh, little Toby wouldn't have to be ashamed uh, because uh, Shaniqua got a better grade than he did. Because Shaniqua would... They'd all have the same failing grades. So, you know, uh, that is uh, how it should be. Also, I believe segregation should uh, be brought back for everything. Uh, you know, we wouldn't have the problems we have today uh, if we had segregation. Just think, uh, the black people wouldn't be able to use the excuse that uh, a racist did something to them or, or that a uh, white supremacist did something uh, to them. Because I don't mean just, uh, uh, say you go to the hospital or somewhere and there's a white fountain and a black fountain. That's not what I'm talking about, segregation. I'm talking segregation. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, give the blacks uh, a certain amount of states, make them stay there, they kill each other off, eventually, and make them, let them govern themselves, uh, build whatever they can build uh, on their own, school their own children, build, build schools and school your own children. No help whatsoever from whitey. That's the segregation I'm talking about. Then just think, all these black people would be protected from big, bad, racist whitey. Uh, the claim that white supremacists and white nationalists do not pose a major terrorist threat in the U.S. is not a view embraced by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I mean, yeah, of course not. Uh, isn't that funny uh, how I uh, just talked about that earlier here in the show? Uh, you know, uh, uh, like a Klan rally somewhere or, uh, you know, another white nationalist rally somewhere. You don't see towns in cities being burnt down. You don't see white people looting stores. Uh, and here we go to the FBI. Uh, if you're white and you're proud, you're a target. According to Newsweek reporter William M. Arkin, the FBI is conducting three times more domestic terrorism investigations than it was five years ago with 70% of its open cases focused on civil unrest and anti-government activity. Uh, you know, we were founded on anti-government uh, activity. So let's not forget that. We didn't have an FBI investigating it. Uh, you know, the FBI pretty much wants to just step in. And this should tell you something. If you're anti-government, if you don't approve what your government is doing, and you say that, if you say, I don't approve of this government, I hate this government, uh, guess, does that mean then the FBI is knocking at your door? You don't have to be happy with your government. 
Uh, this is just forcing people that aren't happy uh, into jails, prisons, because do you think that they wouldn't find something to jail you? Look at some of the people, uh, the political prisoners uh, uh, still from, from the January 6th protest at the Capitol. Look how many of those are still in jail uh, and setting in solitary confinement. If you don't think, uh, if, you're, if you're white, Christian, and proud, and this white Christian country we call America, you're a target. You're a target. Uh, targets of far-right white terrorists in recent years have ranged from African Americans, the Mother Bethel AME Church Massacre in Charleston, South Carolina, in 2015, to Jews, the Tree of Life Synagogue attack in Pittsburgh, 2018, to Latinos, a mass shooting at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas, in 2019, to gays. A gunman's attack on Club Q, a gay club in Colorado Springs on November 19th, left five people dead and others injured. And anti-gay hate crimes have been on the rise. Well, let's not forget, I don't know when this uh, article was written, uh, raw story, but it was a queer uh, that committed the uh, uh, shootings at Club Q. It was a homosexual that did it. Uh, North Carolina, two Duke Energy substations were attacked by gunmen in early December, resulting in over 40,000 people in Moore County. More. <laughs> Here's how bright uh, Raw Story is. More counting. It's more County Raw uh, Story. More County. There is no uh, more counting. Anyhow, losing uh, electricity. Uh, police, as of Monday morning, December 5th, have not identified a motive in the attack, but the attacks occurred during a drag show in Southern Pines, North Carolina, that Christian nationalists were railing against. One of them is activist Emily Grace Rainey, who was part of the Stop the Steal demonstrations in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. See, they're still in this Emily uh, Grace Rainey's ass, because uh, they couldn't come up with nothing on her on uh, January 6th, and now they're going to try to pin something uh, uh, on uh, uh, anti-queer people, anti-homosexual, which uh, uh, God's law forbids homosexuality, and this is a white Christian country. So, you know, there isn't a, uh, one person in America that should be supportive of homosexuals. Because if you are, you're in the wrong country. This is a white Christian nation. And here, uh, they're talking about uh, uh, domestic terrorist groups. Uh, somebody shot out some things at uh, an electrical substation. Uh, there just happened to be a queer something uh, going on. So they want to blame it on... Uh, 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 anti-queer people doing this because they were having some kind of uh, queer fest and they don't even know who did it and why. How do they know that wasn't some kids out shooting and did it for fun? Of course, uh, I don't condone uh, kids being out doing such things, 
But automatically, it's there's damn white people. It's a white supremacist, uh, an anti-queer, that shot some uh, things out of the substation that made the power go out, for God's sake. Uh, online, Rainey posted, the Moore County Sheriff's Office just checked in. I welcomed them to my home. Sorry, they wasted their time. I told them that God works in mysterious ways and is responsible for the outage. I used the opportunity to tell them about the immoral drag show and the blasphemy screaming, screamed by its supporters. God is chastising Moore County. You know, God is chastising the United States. The white race is God's chosen people. That's been proven. Uh, our past can be followed from uh, the lost tribes were never lost. They moved from region to region. Uh, they took on different uh, names as they uh, traveled. So, uh, people uh, like, okay, all these homosexuals having queer story hour for little children, uh, these doctors performing uh, uh, sexual mutation on little children, this isn't right. This does not belong in a white Christian uh, country. And uh, people that sit around and are okay with it, you know, uh, uh, maybe your area, you don't have queers uh, hanging out at libraries or uh, in schools. Uh, maybe you don't see them. But you see on TV all this happening all over the place, and you just sit there. Eh, as long as it's not happening in your neighborhood, as long as it's not happening to your children, you're okay with it. Uh, that's selfish. Uh, that's very uh, selfish. Think of your uh, white brothers and sisters that are being persecuted. If you want to call yourself a Christian, you need to think about the, your white brothers and sisters that are maybe on, clear on the other side of the uh, country uh, that are suffering uh, over this pro-queer uh stuff. Don't just sit there. Do something. And I've said this on the show before. Suppose uh, you live in uh, California and you see a school in New Jersey that's uh, having uh, queer story time for children. And suppose you live in California. Okay, you're a white Christian and you live in California uh, and you don't have any kids. But you see this story of uh, New Jersey uh, where they're having queer story time for children in a school, what you should be doing, and it's not hard, it's not like you got to really dig, uh, you write down what school it is, and then you Google that school, you get an address, a phone number, an email, and guess what? You use your voice. That's what you should be doing as a Christian. Plain and simple. For your white race. And how hard would that be? Do you realize uh, how much filth we could stop in America if everybody did that? You know, maybe it's a little place in New Jersey uh, that's doing this figure. And, you know, there's going to be no pushback. Uh, maybe they have the parents there totally afraid to say anything. Guess what? When they start getting calls and emails from across the country that they see they have been exposed. 
guess what? They'll change. They most definitely will change. You know, uh, why it isn't changing is because people aren't resisting. And because people aren't resisting against things that goes against God's laws, guess what? We are being punished by God for turning our backs on Him and His law and our inheritance from God, which is the United States of America. We inherited this land from God. Uh, once here for so long, we have turned our backs on God. Let me ask you something. If you, uh, and I'm sure many listeners out there uh, have lost a family member or a friend, uh, suppose, uh, we'll just use friends for example. Suppose you have a really, really good friend, and God forbid that this does happen. Uh, God forbid they get cancer. And after they get cancer, uh, and maybe it's uh, something that can't be treated, and you're visiting uh, their home, and they give you something, uh, something uh, sentimental. We'll say a, uh, we'll say a cross pendant, and they want you to have that to remember them. Okay, say it goes a little while and that friend dies. Even if it was 20 years later, would you sell the pendant that your dying friend gave you on their deathbed? Absolutely you would not. Then why do you turn your back to our inherited land here from God? It's, it, this is our inheritance. And you're willing to sit there and do nothing because uh, it's not affecting you in your part of the United States. Instead of helping uh, your white brothers and sisters, you sit there and you do nothing. This is why. And until uh, white America gets on its knees and prays for forgiveness and starts uh, fighting back against uh, uh, things in our country that are against God's laws, we're only going to get worse here. We're only going to get worse. Uh, let me remind you uh, what happened to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And how hard is it to look something up and call or email? Now, when you see something like this and you call an email, don't be an idiot. Don't be screaming, uh, 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 using uh, racial or uh, queer uh, slurs. Be pre uh, presentable. Show that you are intelligent, because this is what this is what will uh, uh, bother them the most. That intelligent people are seeing what's going on, and, and they're being questioned by intelligent people as to why uh, this is happening. Oh, let's see. What else we have here? Okay, we're just going to go through uh, some headlines here. I don't think I have anything. Let me double check. Uh, that really stands out. 
Okay, here we'll just go through some uh, headlines here, and I'll give you my thoughts. Uh, this article comes from Fox News. The headline is, California ro robbery suspect killed store clerk, not charged with murder. Victim didn't act in self-defense. This is a black thug, uh, went in to rob a store. Uh, the store clerk, I think, fired on the black guy first. The black guy fired back, killed the clerk, and he's not charged with murder. Because the clerk fired first. Now listen, you see some black goon come through your doors of your business with the intent to rob you. Apparently, unbelievable. I wonder if that would have happened if that person would have been uh, a, a black store owner and it was a white. Now here, speaking of schools, degenerate schools, uh, this article from the Daily Caller, the headline is, Connecticut School District Approves Transgender Book for Second Graders. Amid backlash from parents. Now here you have the parents fighting back and they still, uh, the school district still approved it. This is why I say, help your white brother and sister, your Christian uh, uh, kinfolk. Maybe there wasn't enough people uh, backlash. Here, this is... Uh, the Darien Public School District in Connecticut. Darien Public School System. D-A-R-I-E-N. Darien Public School District. Look it up. Google it. Uh, contact them. Ask them why they are uh, grooming second graders with pornographic books. Uh, here, uh, uh, this article, uh, Fox Business, headline to this is, After Disney Movie Bombs, Film Critic Tells Hollywood, Go Broke, Go Woke, Go Broke. Uh, I believe this is one, uh, it was uh, a homosexual film, and it bombed. It did lousy. Uh, see, it's only in the uh, homosexual's head that they are uh, this big movement. Uh, that everybody accepts them. You know, people are sick and tired of hearing about this queer stuff. We're sick and tired of seeing it on our TVs. And we're sick and tired of our government, a white, what's supposed to be a white Christian country, our own government, pushing pedophilia. That doesn't surprise me, though, uh, coming from uh, who's in the bus seat of America. Old Sniffy. Uh, here, speaking of old Sniffy, this article comes from The Blaze. Uh, HHS secretary indicates Biden supports using taxpayer money to fund gender-affirming care for minors. This is your government in a white Christian country that wants to use your white Christian dollars uh, for his own, uh, uh, I don't know what you would call it, his own uh, uh, sexual uh, 
uh, fantasies. Uh, here, uh, California, now we talked about Minneapolis. Uh, here, uh, this comes from the New York Post. California panel estimates $569 billion in reparations is owed to black residents. Uh, and I've said this a million times. Whitey doesn't owe the black people anything for slavery. They were sold into slavery. They were slaves to their African government when the Jews brought them here. Yeah, that's right, the Jews. Does that shock you? Uh, so, you know, if they want reparations, they need to go back to their own country that sold them. And there were black slave owners here in America as well. Does that shock you? Look it up. It's facts. This whole idea of giving non-white uh, people free money in America while white people suffer, is get, it's getting old. Uh, here we go. I like this one. Uh, and this was uh, written by another left-leaning uh, news source, Vice.com. The headline is, Sheriff misses the old days when students could have the cheeks of their ass torn off for misbehaving. <laughs> now, listen, uh, even the Bible says, uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. Uh, there is nothing wrong at all with a good old-fashioned ass-beating. Uh, I got them when I was a child. I got more than one, trust me. But you know what? I wasn't out doing the things that children are out doing uh, today. Uh, you know, uh, my mischievous acts when I was uh, small were, uh, you know, uh, soaping windows at Halloween, toilet papering places. Uh, me and my friends weren't out shooting people. Uh, we weren't out pushing drugs. Uh, we weren't do, doing things like that. We weren't gangbangers. Uh, and, you know, I blame that uh, society today, uh, how children's youth are, is because of the parents. And uh, our government uh, telling parents, uh, places like uh, social services, telling parents they can't beat their child's behind. Well, the child uh, hears this, and guess what? Guess what? So, like that sheriff, too. I miss the good old days of a good... Oh, how, how, uh, darn it, I just uh, I deleted it. Uh, he misses the days... A child's ass cheeks can be torn off. Uh, you know, there they make that sound uh, so violent, too. Uh, uh, because a kid gets a, a licking. Uh, when I went to school, uh, uh, teachers uh, gave lickings, too. And uh, at least in my family, if I got my behind beat in school, I got it again when I got home. Uh, you know, parents today, they don't pay any attention uh, to what their children uh, are doing. They have no clue. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, and I'm not kidding, I could be out, and if I did something mischievous, say from, because when I went to school, we had family dinners. Uh, you had to be home by five after school. 
Well, first, you had to come home from school, get out of your school clothes. Then you could go do what you wanted to until 5. 5 o'clock, you better be sitting at the dinner table. Uh, you know, uh, parents don't have uh, family time anymore. Uh, but what I'm getting at, uh, so from the time we got off the school bus, went home, changed our clothes, and went out, uh, you, you maybe had an hour, hour and a half, uh, to goof around before you went home for supper. And I kid you not, whatever I did, if I did something mischievous between that hour or hour and a half, between getting off the school bus and being home for five o'clock supper, my parents knew it. Uh, I often wondered, and you know, uh, to this day, uh, uh, my father uh, is gone. Uh, he passed away in 2015. And my mother, uh, she's 82 years old now, and uh, she still won't tell me how they knew every move we made as children. We didn't get away with nothing. Uh, but not in today's times. Parents don't even uh, care what their kids are doing. As long as the kids are out of their hair, uh, that's all they worry about. Uh, this article, this kind of goes along with what I said uh uh, 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 defunding the police and things. Uh, this article comes from the Daily Caller. The headline is, Defeated Seattle Business Owners May Hire Private Security After Rampant Break-Ins and Burglaries. Uh, I don't know why the police uh, can't do anything there. I, I don't know. Uh, probably, my guess would be, uh, that they have been defunded uh, to the point, uh, you know, they just can't do it. And here you're going to have a case, private security. Uh, you know, they're not under the restrictions uh, that the police are. So here, again, will be, uh, it, you know, it's the black people not realizing what they're asking for. Uh, you know, uh, these private security places are there to do a job. And that's their only job will be to protect these stores. So because of your uncivilized behavior, now you're going to pay even more. Uh, these uh, small-time security places, uh, they might not handle these non-whites with kid gloves uh, being arrested. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Here, another reason why I say non-whites do not belong in any position of authority. Any position. Uh, and I, I've used this uh, uh, analogy before. I mean, even down, if a, 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 say a school has uh, two janitors... One's white and one's black, and black should never have precedence over the white one, or you're going to have problems. This article from Fox News, Washington, D.C. Elementary School Dean Arrested for Indecent Exposure at Area Park. Black. This is what I mean. No positions of authority. They can't handle it. Uh, 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 they weren't built for it. 
they want positions of authority. They want to be like Whitey, but they're not. And, you know, uh, I believe that they know they're not. Uh, if you offered, uh, if you went through America and offered all these black people that uh, whine and complain about how uh, oppressed they are in America, uh, how racist white people are in America towards them, if you offered them one-way airfare back to the motherland, how many takers do you think you'd have? None. Uh, these people are pulling uh, the wool uh, over our eyes every day. They know what they're doing. Uh, they're stupid. Yeah, they're definitely stupid uh, with an average IQ of 70. But they're not that stupid that they don't... Re well, maybe. Maybe they are. I don't know. Uh, but you would think uh, that they're not that stupid uh, to realize how good they have it here in America. Uh, look at your ancestors. Not the ones that the Jews brought here. I'm talking the ones still in Africa. Uh, how good do you think they have it? How many how many black people do you think here in America uh, go visit and spend time with their uh, ancestors in Africa? How many? You think they're going to leave the comforts of America that they have here, thanks to Whitey, uh, to go uh, uh, visit an ancestor in a mud hut? Uh, get up in the morning, get your drink out of your mud puddle? Of course not. And this last article I had uh, comes from the news source meall.com. Uh, the headline is, David Archuleta's homophobic fans walk out of his uh, concert after he shares his coming out journey. Now, I don't know what any straight person would go to a homosexual's concert for in the first place. But, you know, this goes again with uh, how I, say, I always say, uh, the homosexual, in their mind, they think they're this great big movement. Uh, everybody's accepting uh, of them. Everybody loves them. They think it's cool. Uh, and uh, that is not true. That is totally the opposite. And uh, uh, today, uh, the longer it goes, the more and more fed up uh, white Christian America is getting uh, with this idea of uh, homosexuals, uh, you know, blatantly walking around. Think about it. You know, it, okay, it, it, here again, if you're a white Christian, and uh, suppose uh, uh, you don't have homosexuals in your neighborhood, but maybe the neighborhood over, the state over, uh, your white brothers and sisters do have a problem with it, you should be helping them. Uh if you are a uh, white Christian and uh, you're one of those that think, well, I don't care what they do as long as they're not trying to fag me. <laughs> that is as bad as committing the sin itself because that's tolerance. Tolerance got us where we are today in America. For tolerating uh, people blatantly breaking God's laws in our white Christian country. So here you have this queer, I don't know what kind of a concert he had. Uh, this is how they are to these little pansies. They think everybody wants to hear their story of how they decided uh, that they're a queer. 
people see this stuff put out on uh, mainstream TV by the Jews every single day. You cannot sit down and watch a program anymore that it isn't put out in your face, either race mixing, homosexuality, or both in the same program. And these little pansies, they are so happy to uh, give their story like somebody gives a shit. They are so happy to give their story. And here, they walked out of his concert. I don't know, maybe the guy can sing. I wouldn't go to a, a homosexual's concert for sure. But maybe he can sing and uh, you know, people want to hear it. And then he, as soon as he starts his story about how, how uh, he come out of the closet, they got up and left. People are sick of it. People are sick and tired of it. Uh, <laughs> it you know, too, what I mean uh, about uh, how, and I don't know why, uh, these queers get so excited uh, about telling their coming out story. You know, it, it's, uh, I, I, don't, I can't get it, or I don't get it. Uh, it's like this best, bestest time of their life. Uh, coming out as a queer. Uh, wait wait till uh, they meet their maker. We'll see if they want to stand before God and give their story uh, about their coming out party. We'll see how that flies. Uh, anyhow, I'm going to close out this Tuesday evening's uh, show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I will be right back here on Thursday, December 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on White Pride Radio. So uh, tune in then. I'll see what I can find for Thursday. Uh, I want to remind everybody again, and I still don't have anything worked out for the live show, live from the Rust Belt. It's still suspended for now. Uh, I haven't had time to work uh, things out with it and uh, uh, figure out how I want to go about uh, uh, doing the live show as far as days, times, uh, things like that. Uh, I'm too busy to just, uh, you know, uh, set and... Uh, worry how I'm going to do uh, the live show. So uh, that's still suspended for now. Uh, it will be back. Uh, I just haven't had time to uh, uh, work on that. Uh, if you have any news articles, thoughts, suggestions, things on your mind, something you want to get off of your chest, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Uh, very easy, all lowercase letters. Hey, Rust Belt Klansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voicemail or a text. You can text that number. Uh, I always remind everybody, though, uh, I don't answer that phone. Uh, again, uh, I don't have time. Uh, I wish I did. I wish I could sit and talk to my listeners all day long, but uh, I simply don't have that kind of time. But I do read every email, uh, I read every text, and I listen to every phone call. So if you send an article, uh, you will definitely uh, get a response from me. Uh, uh, if you have a question, uh, I will definitely answer your question. And if I don't have the answer, I'll find the answer uh, for you. Uh, so uh, I don't ignore my listeners. Uh, which, uh, uh, I lost my train of thought there. 
Okay, I lost my train of thought. Uh, let's close out this Tuesday evening uh, in prayer. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Lord, you have said that if I want to find wisdom, I should ask you. You give generously to those who desire your good gifts. Teach me so I may understand the way of your kingdom, that I may know the plans you have established in your righteous wisdom. Give me wisdom to live appropriately in accord with your master plan. I desire to travel the path you have set. You have promised blessings to those who choose your path and persevere on it to the very end. I await your great reward and long to be found acceptable to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, that's it for uh, this Tuesday show. Like I said, it will be back here uh, Thursday, so uh, tune in in two more evenings and be back with a, a fresh new uh, show. Uh, and I'm sure um, uh, a lot more crazy news. And uh, that's all it is anymore. It's crazy news. There's nothing. Uh, there's really no articles that I see that aren't crazy. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. We live in a loony bin. One that we've allowed. Uh, as always, from the Rust Belt Klansman, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Yeah, here it dies.